Thank you for downloading this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. YouTube is now the world's second largest search engine, with millions of videos being watched every day. But what is the perspective of a video producer, someone who's trying to come up with content? How does he or she monetize that content over the over the internet? With me to discuss his business idea for that is Dave Hancock, a current MBA student. Dave, thanks for joining us. First, tell us what is your business idea. Thanks, Conrad. So. Our business idea is self-publishing for pay-to-view online video, and it's yeah, it's really around these video producers who are producing better and better quality content, and YouTube perhaps isn't the best place for that content. So they earn very little through advertising revenues on YouTube, uh, and they're increasingly looking to other areas. Uh, branded content is really popular at the moment, and pay-to-view is becoming increasingly content uh, popular. So they, they need different tools to be able to do that. So they, they need their own websites, uh, they need their own apps, and they need to distribute to iTunes and the Amazon store and smart TVs everywhere uh, that viewers are looking to pay or, or view content. So we're looking to help those video producers release content in a pay-to-view model. Just to make sure I understand it, so you have uh, a website right now which, say, if I were a video producer, I go to the website, then what's the next step that I have to do? So we're really early stage at the moment. We're just in beta and we're, we're putting our website in front of video producers to get their feedback on our business model. Um, but the idea would be that you come to our website, you upload your, your content, whether it's a web series or a documentary or a, or a short film, um, and you spend a few minutes customizing um, your website and your apps and you click publish and then it's, it's made available on the web and you have a web presence where people can come and, and view trailers and, and see if they like your content. If they like your content, then they can pay to watch it. By content, um, what do you mean? I mean, what's, what's, what's your idea of the kind of content that a video producer would be putting up? Because on YouTube, we look at videos maybe about two to three minutes long, yeah. uh, and that's for free. So what is it that you're looking for in terms of content? Yeah, I guess that's where I'm looking to distinguish uh, myself away from YouTube, where the kind of daily or weekly shows have become really popular, and where people put not a huge amount of effort into videos but they can get a, you know, a lot of views and, and do very well of them. I'm going more into the traditional model where people spend months um, preparing, writing scripts, pre-production, shooting, post-production and they really, really are passionate about their project and they put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, at the moment it's mainly indie projects so small amounts of money still but these people are really trying to create something of high quality. Uh, and the area that excites me the most are, are web series. So it's, these are like TV series, but very short at the moment, maybe 10, five-minute episodes. And they haven't quite hit the mainstream yet, but uh, they're getting better and better in terms of quality. They're more and more produced every year. And, and that's, that's kind of the area that I'm really excited about at the moment. So what kind of content would go into a, a web series? Something that, I mean, what could be conveyed in a five-minute episode? Uh, I mean, it's anything, right? If you think about a typical TV show, it's normally broken down into six or seven minute segments between ad breaks anyway. So it's kind of a similar model. They try to capture your attention, tell a story. Um, and it's anything that's very similar to normal TV, just at a lower production quality level at the moment, but it's increasing all the time. So these indie video producers that you're targeting, right now, what do they do if they don't turn to YouTube? Where, what do they, where do they go? So they're, they're really, a lot of them are just trying to get their name out there. So they're, they're just trying to get views, trying to, trying to lead on to their next big thing, um, in which case they're not that concerned about money. 
Some of them do try to make money through YouTube, but um, as I said, unless you're really getting millions and millions of views, it's really not it's not feasible, and there aren't that many content producers that are able to do that. Uh, and so at the moment, probably the most common model is to go for branded content. So you try to get a sponsor on board quite early and build either build a show around that brand or incorporate that brand somehow into your show. Um, but yeah, I think pay-to-view will increasingly become uh, as common as, as people look to find an audience that really likes their content um, and look to get paid directly for producing that content rather than having to scrounge for money through advertising or, or brands who want to be associated with them. So your business model, uh, how do you charge a video producer right now? So our, our model is we want to charge um, video producers depending on how successful they are, basically. So if a video producer doesn't make a lot of money, I mean, so in short, the, the model is we take a 5% share of, of all revenue, all sales made through the platform, so through a video producer's website or apps. So you handle the billing and the uh, payment for your customers then? Yeah, we handle all our customers' technology needs, our customers as in the video producer. We handle that and take care of that for them and take our 5% cut as part of, as our payment for that. How do you intend to distribute uh, these videos? Because obviously in a world where there's just so much video content out there, uh, that kind of video discovery is going to be very difficult. Mm. Well, I think, and that's the challenge for video producers, I think. If you're serious about... If you've got a great series and you're serious about getting it out there so that people can watch it and pay for it, uh, you need to be everywhere. You need to be on iTunes. You need to be in the Amazon store. You need to have your own website that looks great. Um, and you, I think you need to be on apps more and more. Smart TVs are going to be becoming more and more popular where people are sitting in their lounge online willing to pay for content. Uh, so as a video producer, there's a lot to do. We, we want to handle that distribution for them um, in one easy step, yeah. So we'll be everywhere. So you're basically letting the uh, video producer focus on creating the content exactly. while you take care of the technology and the distribution. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think a lot of video producers, there's a steep learning curve because once they've produced their series at the moment, the work's just kind of beginning to get it, to get your website sorted and to get, it, get everything out there. Whereas if we could become very good at that and make self-publishing really easy, uh, I think it'll be a huge help to them. So what's the biggest challenge so far? Um, the biggest challenge is we're probably a little bit early. Pay-to-view really isn't mainstream at the moment, um, and even web series themselves aren't mainstream. So it's, it's really going to be a slow, a slow process to, um, to work with video producers who are kind of starting to pioneer this, um, and also waiting for the mainstream population to really be comfortable uh, and willing to pay for quality content. Um, at the moment, there's a pretty big gap in between what we watch on YouTube, either illegally or legally, uh, and then what we watch on TV, you know, studio quality. Uh, I think that gap's going to fill, but it's going to take some time. So it'll just be trying to trying to survive until that hits, really. How did you come about this business idea? So I was working on a, a previous startup, uh, which is MakeMySeries.com, which was a, effectively a web series accelerator. So we took applications from web series producers all around the world who wanted to produce web series, and they submitted a pilot um, as their entry. And then, we, so we had 150 applications, and through a process of online online voting and a judging panel, we selected one winner um, and gave them a $10,000 budget and some help to produce their series. And so we're going into production with that series in summer in Los Angeles. Um, 
and it was thinking about how to monetize that series that led me to this because I think for us the best way if, I mean we can try to get millions of views on YouTube but I think it's it's really difficult as a as a new um, video producer whereas with pay to view we only need a few thousand views a few thousand purchases of, of the entire season for two dollars two dollars for the season and we make our money back and if and if it takes off we make some real money so it's thinking about this model and helping other video producers uh, distribute in this model that, that led me to this. Who else is in your team right now? So at the moment we're applying to accelerator programs around Europe um, and a fellow classmate um, who's into digital marketing is applying with me. Um, but it's it's really been mostly myself uh, to this stage. There's, I mean, I've, I've developed the website myself and kind of been thinking about it a lot so well, there's not a huge amount happening at the moment so a small team and, and even just myself is really fine um, once we get into an accelerator where there's a lot to do um, a bigger team will probably be better but at the moment I think it's, it's, it's ticking along nicely with a very small team Dave have you always been an entrepreneur? Um, I've always been dabbling so I had an online shoe store in New Zealand again it was probably a bit before it's time um, and that shoe suppliers wouldn't supply to you unless you had a brick and mortar store. Um, I also had a mobile plan comparison website uh, in New Zealand, but again, the market's the market's a bit small, and it never really um, was going to be um, be, high, be lucrative and kind of turn into a, a large business. So this last make my series and now a little video store is kind of the first time that I've really applied myself um, to an idea and to a market that I think has a chance of succeeding that I'm really willing to commit full-time to, to try and make a go of it. Dave, you've just completed the Cambridge MBA. Um, what have you learned in the Cambridge MBA, whether it's in the classroom or outside the classroom, that has helped you on this entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, I think Cambridge is a fantastic place for entrepreneurship. I, I was really surprised by the size of the entre entrepreneurial community around Cambridge. Um, it's mostly in high tech and biotech and clean tech, but it's still um, startup, startup guys that have been through early stage companies and, and built a lot of really successful companies. Um, so there's the Enterprise Tuesdays talk, which are really, um, really great. Um, our lecturers, it's been really great having lectures going on while I've been working on, on these ideas because you can, it really feeds into what you're doing and it really helps shape your plans. Uh, and there's a lot of other guys in the class interested in entrepreneurship as well. So talking to them about what they're doing and getting ideas off them, getting feedback from them has been really helpful. So I think Cambridge is a, is a great place for entrepreneurship. All right. Thanks very much, Dave. Um, before we, we end the podcast, just uh, if you could share the URL for the website. So it's uh, alittlevideostore.com, alittlevideostore.com. Okay, great. So hopefully uh, in the next year or two, we can see that uh, alittlevideostore.com will become a very large video store. <laughs> Sounds good.